Hello all and welcome to this episode of Talking Taboo podcast. I'm your host Devyan Sharma and in this episode we are going to talk about the taboos associated with sex and porn in our society. We have with us today Miss Cindy Gallup, a woman with an extremely inspiring story and a unique vision and probably one of the very first few people who have forayed into the sex tech industry. She has designed a platform to reorient the younger generation based on porn. and change the kind of conversations that we have around sex she is the founder of the famous company called make love not porn and is an active advocate of open sexual conversation thank you so much cindy ma'am for agreeing to do an episode with us it's a pleasure to be here so uh, ma'am just to get the conversation started what why, why do you think is sex such a big taboo in our society what do you think is the problem really and more importantly what are the implications of having uh, such reluctance towards talking about honest uh, honestly about sex on young people so first of all divyansh to answer the first part of your question i am regularly asked by interviewers something along along the same lines so cindy you know why do you think we're so repressed around sex as a society and i'm mm. asked that question so often that i now have my answer down pat three reasons reason yeah. number 1 centuries of repression religion social cultural dynamics in every single country in the world everything we're talking about applies not only to india but to everywhere else in the world reason number 2 the patriarchy because historically every institution including government and religion has been male dominated we as women have never been enabled to bring our lens to bear on human sexuality and the world is a poorer place for it and mm. reason number 3 very straightforwardly there are not enough people like me and what i mean by that is the world makes it extraordinarily difficult to innovate and disrupt social narratives around sex many people have tried to and given up we need many more people like me who will not give up no matter what and you know what i and my fellow sex educators sex tech founders are doing is critically important because we transform the entire world when we do this one very simple thing talk openly and honestly about sex mm. Hmm. Th- that that's quite important actually we we really uh, could do better with uh, more people of your vision and and the kind of mindset that we won't give up you know um so uh, that's probably neatly segues into my next question as to how do you actually go about normalizing sex since uh, you are also one of the first people as we have mentioned to have ventured into disruption of sex through the use of technology how do you think do we actually go about breaking the silence the the taboo associated with sexual experiences so this is what i have spent the past 11 years of my life doing so um i launched my startup make love not porn 11 years ago at ted born out of my direct personal experience dating younger men and realizing through dating younger men that i was encountering um the convergence of two things and i stress this dual convergence because most people think it's only one thing 
I realized I was experiencing what happens when today's total freedom of access to hardcore porn online meets our society's equally total reluctance to talk openly and honestly about sex. When those two things converge, porn becomes sex education by default in not a good way. And so I launched Make Love Not Porn back in 2009 as a very simple, tiny, clunky website that was just words, and the construct was porn world versus real world. Here's what happens in the porn world. Here's what really happens in the real world. Um, The entire world responded to my TED talk 11 years ago. I realized Mm. I'd uncovered a huge global social issue. And that was when I turned Make Love Not Porn into makelovenotporn.tv. And what Make Love Not Porn is doing today is socializing sex. We have this one very simple mission to help make it easier for every single person in the world to talk openly and honestly about sex. And that's because, you know, as our tagline says, we are pro-sex, pro-porn, pro-knowing the difference. The issue isn't porn. The issue is that we don't talk about sex in the real world. And so what Make Love Not Porn is designed to be is the world's first entirely user-generated, human-curated social sex video sharing platform. We are what Facebook would be if Facebook allowed you to socially, sexually self-express, which sadly it doesn't. We are socializing and normalizing sex, making it easier for everybody to talk about in order to promote consent, communication, good sexual values, and good sexual behavior. We call ourselves the social sex revolution. The revolutionary part is not the sex, it's the social. Right. I'm sure our audience is going wow at this moment. And I would have to if I had not read about it from before, Uh, because this is actually super interesting how sexual self-expression and self-identification has been muffled uh, from so long that we don't really uh, think about it in our daily lives because of the way we have just been, you know, told that it's immoral and this Mm. is out of the line to talk about it. So uh, why don't just we to just to retrace a few uh, retrace back to a few steps why don't we sort of uh, move on with this issue of pornography so what make love not porn does is to uh, differentiate in some way from uh, pornography so uh, why do you think uh, what what are these harmful impacts of porn that you uh, that you talk about and and what is this implication of of uh, the unrealistic sexual portrayal uh, that porn does on people Right. Um, So, Divyansh, it's important that we are very, very clear about one thing. As I said earlier, the issue isn't porn. The issue is that we don't talk about sex in the real world. Many, many issues are laid at porn's door that should be laid at societies. And I'm going to explain to you and your audience exactly why talking openly and honestly about sex is so critical and why that is the issue and not porn. So um, because we do not talk about sex, it is an area of rampant insecurity for every single one of us. We all get vulnerable when we get naked. Sexual Mm. egos are very fragile. People therefore find it bizarrely difficult to talk about sex with the people they're actually having it with while they're actually having it. 
Because in that situation, you're terrified that if you say anything at all about what is going on, if you comment on the action any way at all, you will potentially hurt the other person's feelings, you will put them off you, you will derail the encounter, you'll potentially derail the entire relationship, and yet at the same time, you want to please your partner, you want to make them happy. Everybody wants to be good in bed, nobody knows exactly what that means, and so you will seize your cues on how to do that from anywhere you can. And if the only cues you have ever seen are in porn, because your parents didn't talk to you about sex, because your school didn't teach you, because your friends aren't honest, those are the cues you're going to take to not very good effect. And so all of this is solved when we talk openly and honestly about sex. And um, I want to um, drill into that in a bit more detail when it comes to what um, we are doing at Make Love Not Porn, because um, we are pioneering a whole new category on the Internet, um, which is social sex. If porn is the Hollywood movie, Make Love Not Porn is the real world sex documentary. So at Make Love Not Porn, you know, anybody from anywhere in the world can submit to us videos of themselves having real world sex. But as I said, we're very clear what we mean by this. You know, we're not porn. Um, we are social sex. And so, you know, social sex videos on Make Love Not Porn are not about performing for the camera. They're simply about doing what you already do on every other social platform capture what goes on in the real world as it happens spontaneously in all its funny, messy, awkward, comical, wonderful, beautiful, fabulous real world humanness. We curate to make sure of that. Our curators watch every single video submitted from beginning to end. We do not publish it unless it's real. And by the way, we have a revenue sharing business model. Our members pay to subscribe, rent and stream social sex videos. Half the income goes to our contributors, whom we call our Make Love Not Porn stars. But, but here's why um, social sex is so critically important. Because porn is purely and simply masturbation material. We mm. are not just that. Oh, we are that too, by the way, very happy to be that. But we are many more socially beneficial things on top of that. So, for example, social sex is enormously reassuring because we celebrate real world everything, real world bodies, real world hair, real world penis size, real world breast size. You can talk body positivity all you like. You can preach self-love. Nothing makes you feel great about your own body like watching people who are nobody's idea of aspirational body types getting turned on by each other, desiring each other, having a bloody amazing time in bed. Our mantra is everybody is beautiful when they're having real world sex, and they really are. Then we're also reassuring because we celebrate the accidents, the awkwardness, the messiness. If you only learn about sex from porn, Porn teaches you that sex is a performance. Nothing must go wrong. Oh my God, it did. How excruciating embarrassing. I can never speak about this to anybody ever. Whereas we go, if you can't laugh at yourselves in bed, when can you? 
And so in our videos, ridiculous things happen because this is the real world. And then importantly, we celebrate real world emotion, love, intimacy, feelings. Our members write to us and our Make Love Not Porn stars and they say things like, you know, one man wrote and said, the sex that video was incidental. I want what you guys have. I saw the way you looked at each other. I saw the way your eyes met. I hope one day I can meet somebody that I will have all of that with. We get very, very wow. loving emails. So yeah, yeah we, we are we are many more things beyond pure masturbation material. Definitely, it, actually, it's, yeah. Sorry, it's, uh, well, well, I was just going to say, um, if you don't mind, you know, I'll just finish by, by by saying, here's our overarching goal um, for Make Love Not Porn, uh, because, um, you know, as I mentioned earlier, um, when I say that, you know, I mentioned this is one very simple thing, make it easier to talk about sex. Because we don't do that, people don't get how massively, profoundly socially transformative that would be. And everything I'm about to say applies especially to India. So I designed Make Love Not Porn around my own beliefs and philosophies, one of which is that everything in life starts with you and your values. So I regularly ask people this question. What are your sexual values? And nobody can ever answer me because we're not taught to think like that. Our parents bring us up to have good manners, a work ethic, a sense of responsibility, accountability. Nobody ever brings us up to behave well in bed, but they should because in bed values like empathy, sensitivity, generosity, kindness, honesty, respect are as important as those values are in every other area of our lives where we're actively taught to exercise them. And so this is my vision for the world when Make Love Not Porn is funded to operate at scale. And as I said, this vision is especially important for India. Parents will bring their children up openly to have good sexual values and good sexual behavior in the same way that they currently bring them up to have good values and behavior in every other area of life. We will therefore cease to bring up rapists because mm. the only way that you end rape culture, and this really is the only way, is by inculcating in society an openly talked about, operated, promoted, and very importantly, aspired to gold standard of what constitutes good sexual values and good sexual behavior. When we do that, we also end Me Too. We end sexual harassment, sexual abuse, violence, all areas where the perpetrators currently rely on the fact that we do not talk about sex to ensure victims will never speak up, never go to the, to the authorities, never tell anybody. When we end that, we massively empower women and girls worldwide. When we do that, we create a far happier world for everybody, including men. And when we do that, we are one step closer to world peace. I talk about Make Love Not Porn as my attempt to bring about world peace, and I'm not joking. Um, wow, that that's actually quite interesting that, you know, all of these problems can end just to just by making or reframing the conversations that we have around sex. And definitely that point is quite valid, that shame and embarrassment associated with sex is something uh, something that is actually responsible for the kind of rape culture uh, era that we live in. 
so ma'am now just to go to make love not porn how has your progress been thus far uh, in the kind of viewership and the kind of response now i ask this in the specific context of uh, of of uh, the people who may find it who may be utterly reluctant to switch from free hd porn to real life portrayal which a lot of us would also uh, by the way call dirty or unattractive uh, uh, sex where where bodies that are sexually inattractive uh, are having sex in front of unfiltered cameras so uh, how do you think have people responded to the make love not porn uh, website oh phenomenally well um from the moment we launched um in our original makelovenotporn.com iteration 11 years ago and then as makelovenotporn.tv 8 years ago the entire world has responded um positively um my only difficulties and 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 it's important to contextualize my response to your question about growth the one thing i didn't realize was that i would fight an enormous battle every day to build this business essentially every piece of business infrastructure other tech startups take for granted we can't because the small print always says no adult content and this is right. the case across every area of the business um and it's also um extraordinarily challenging to get funded my biggest problem raising funding is the social dynamic i call fear of what other people will think because it is never about what the investor i'm talking to thinks when you understand what we're doing and why we're doing it nobody can argue with it the business case is clear um the issue is always fear of what other people think which operates around sex unlike any other area so um I- i'm saying all that um to say that you know the very fact that make love not porn is still here 8 years later from launching as a business is extraordinary in a world where 70% of all startups fail within the first 5 years that gives you some idea of the traction we have okay because our growth is entirely organic we have no funding to do paid for marketing so um our our growth is driven by two things media coverage and search and i'll tell you what i find um, especially interesting by the way right now india is our sixth highest traffic source at make love not porn india wow. is is consistently in our top 10 traffic sources despite the fact we do zero active promotion in india we're not on the ground in india we have no money in india we we do nothing in india to promote ourselves india is constantly in our top 10 source of traffic we are not competing with porn okay mm-hmm. um our competition is not porn it's facebook and youtube or rather it would be if they allowed you to socially sexually self express we are a complement and a counterpoint to porn um and one that does not exist anywhere else as i said if porn is the hollywood blockbuster movie we're the real world documentary okay um so, um so so we're not competing with porn um we are something you watch in addition to porn in order to glimpse um what sex is like in the real world um one of the things i say regularly is that the reason amateur is the biggest growth sector in porn has nothing to do with porn it has everything to do with the fact that everybody wants to know what everyone else is really doing in bed and nobody does until now because fine it make love not porn was showing them secondly everybody wants to see what everyone else is really doing in bed and I can tell you also that it is a massively erroneous assumption to think that people only want to watch attractive people having sex 
who defines attractive? Our mantra at Make Love Not Porn is that everybody is beautiful when they're having real world sex, and they really are. There is nothing more beautiful than seeing two people, or by the way, one person, because of many solo Make Love Not Porn stars, or more than two people, because we have threesome videos, etc., um, who are massively turned on by each other and desiring each other, regardless of what they look like. Um, yeah, so so definitely the, the idea of socializing sex is uh, something that can actually uplift the quality of your life. Uh, and, and, and we should be very thankful uh, to you, ma'am, for, for doing this for all of us. Um, if you if you may have some some words on what other kind of experiences that people have shared with you uh, as to how this idea of a social sex revolution mm-hmm. and the kind of better communication has impacted or or changed their lives. Sure. Um, so first of all, Divyansh, here here's a really interesting thing. Our make love not porn stars, our contributors, tell us that socially sharing their real world sex has been as transformative for them and their relationships as socially sharing everything else has been for the world at large. So um, we have many solo Make Love Not Porn stars. So these are men and women who have filmed themselves masturbating. And, And by the way, the vast majority of our Make Love Not Porn stars have never filmed themselves doing anything sexual before ever. They're doing this for us because they believe in our social mission. So these are men and women who have filmed themselves in this very intimate act for the first time ever and shared it on our platform to be watched by complete strangers. They tell us that doing that made them love themselves more. It enhanced their sexual sense of self, their sexual self-esteem. Couples tell us that doing this transformed their relationship. Because, Because when you decide to film yourselves having sex, you have to talk about it. And when you talk about it, it doesn't matter how long you've been together, the conversation goes places it's never, ever gone before. You know, couples say to us, we thought that we were open. Doing this just took our relationship to a whole new level. So, so, so that's how this is transformative for our contributors. Our members who watch our social sex videos um, tell us, so we hear from many couples saying, you saved our marriage. You know, um, we haven't had sex in years. Um, and because with social sex, it's okay for the husband to say to the wife, the wife to say to the husband, oh, you know, I came across this website, Make Love Not Porn. Why don't we check it out together? And then they write and go, kaboom, best sex since our wedding night. You know, and, mm-hmm. and what couples tell us is that, you know, because we are social sex, you know, one couple said, you know, um, you normalize, your videos normalize having a conversation about sex. You know, it becomes like when we talk about your videos, it's just like talking about something we watched on Netflix, you know, or on television. You know, that's how natural and normal it is. Um, We've heard from um, victims of rape, sexual abuse, assault. And by the way, we've, we've heard from both female and male victims who tell us that we help them reclaim their bodies and their sexuality. We help them enjoy sex again after those horrific experiences. We've heard from cancer survivors, you know, to, um, who say, you know, you helped me come back from, from cancer and begin enjoying my body again. Um, oh, um, we have a make love not porn baby. So one couple wrote to us and they said, you know, we've been trying for a child for ages. We just got back from the doctor. The, st- the, the, the scan confirmed what we suspected. Our child was conceived the night that we watched this particular video on Make Love Not Porn. 
they said we're not going to say we could have done it without you but you really helped so <laughs> so we are helping our community in all sorts of wonderful ways wow that that's quite telling actually there are more advantages than we could have thought uh, that come out by humanizing sexual oh. experience and yeah um, so before we end the session if we could talk a bit more about the sex tech industry and and how how you found yourself on this off beaten path and and this is actually something that is both socially beneficial but also financially lucrative as you like to put it so uh, in 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 the context of the kind of hindrances that you have had which you uh, told us earlier about the kind of investing problems how do you see the future of this industry the kind of disruption uh, in sexual experience that tech has brought sure so um you know i actually um uh, began um defining pioneering and championing sex tech 6 years ago and i did that because of my enormous difficulty finding investors i realized that i had to define and legitimize my own category so i literally wrote the definition of sex tech if you google sex tech i am result 1 on page 1 and sex tech is any form of technology or tech venture designed to innovate disrupt and enhance in any area of human sexuality and human sexual experience and you know i began speaking at tech conferences all around the world on why the next big thing in tech is disrupting sex and you know at base level that was because you know um i felt if i say this loudly enough often enough in enough places people will start to believe it but that's because sex tech represents literally um the final frontier of tech you know this is the next trillion dollar category in tech because precisely for the reasons we've been discussing nobody has been encouraged to you know start sex tech ventures and so you know when i speak at tech conferences now i say to the audience i'm going to ask you to do something that you know nobody else ever has start a sex tech venture because just like any other area this is where entrepreneurs are driven by their own personal experiences to create wonderful solutions and and by the way especially female sex tech founders so i would encourage all your listeners to go and check out womenofsextech.com i'm a founder member we began women of sex tech in new york um several years ago we now have chapters all around the world but this is where you will see all of the amazing female founders starting a huge range of sex tech ventures and by the way there is huge opportunity in india as well um where where i'm absolutely looking for investors to launch make love not porn india you know this opportunity exists all around the world um but you know it um it 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 really is um you know um such a potentially huge and lucrative sector because we are talking about a universal human experience and we are talking about the universal human experience that everyone is most messed up about and so there is a huge opportunity again for sex tech to bring solutions to all of that um in just as innovative and disruptive ways as you see in every other tech sector and so i i would really encourage everybody listening to this to think about how you can contribute to the indian sex tech industry and start your own sex tech venture absolutely that that's a that's an industry that has an enormous potential and 
and it's it's also a totally amazing way to uh, break the taboo and change the light in which we view sex today so on that note thank you so much cindy ma'am for appearing on our show today and we hope that our conversation helped people to realize the importance of being more honest about these conversations and and when literally all of us are involved in the act of sex but no one really talks about it i think mainstreaming this conversation can be both mentally and physically uh, better for all, all of us so so we hope that this is a start in that direction thank you so much for joining us it's a pleasure thank you for listening to this episode of the talking taboo podcast if you like our idea and want to support it do follow us on instagram at we talk taboo and visit our facebook page at talking taboo a simple share and support will go a long way in mainstreaming these conversations and breaking the taboos that we seek to fight to stay up to date on the show do follow us on the platform of your choice we hope you like this episode and see you in the next one